Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show. Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name's Lloyd Ross, and this episode is titled Money Rules. Money Rules. I did a podcast episode uh, with um, a friend of mine recently during the week, um, and you can go and listen to the podcast, actually. I was born this way. It's called Born This Way, B-A-U-M. Anyway. Jackson, who owns the podcast, uh, really interesting character, so I'm sure you'll love the podcast, but um, he asked me this question, he said, you know, what are your rules, your, your rules when it comes to investing? Great question, I thought, and it prompted me to do this episode on what are the rules, what are my, not my investing rules, but what are my money rules, and I do have money rules. We all have rules in our head, like if you read... Um, you know, if you do a lot of Tony Robbins work that you do learn that we make up rules in our head and we conform to those rules. Okay. And you can decide what rules you set and you will start to conform to them. And that's why a lot of people, when it comes to success, they have this, they have this notion in their head about what success is like because they set rules for success. So for example, they might say, well, um, you might ask me if they're successful. They say, no, say, why not? And they say, well, I'm not earning a million dollars a year. And to them, that's one of their success rules that they've set for themselves. No one set that for them. But in their mind, they're only successful if they have $1 million a year in income, right? So like that's just an example. And that's why you know Tony Robbins talks about you can actually ask billionaires if they feel they're successful and they can say no. Because the reason is that they've set rules in their own head as to what can you know constitutes success for them. And if they're making a billion dollars a year, it's not enough. Like so... Everyone can set their own rules, but it's not really about, that's not what this episode is about in terms of the success rules I'm setting for myself, but more so the money rules. So I have set some money rules based on my experience um, and also learning from mentors by the likes of Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger and my dad and you know so many other people uh, who are great with money, but also my own experience. So uh, I have these money rules and I didn't really think about them until Jackson asked me that question. So... Uh, I'll ask you the same question. What are your money rules? What are your money rules? Because if you don't have money rules, then you don't really have any guidelines or any tracks to run on. So when things pop up, you might do certain things that don't work out because you don't have these rules. Or you have rules and you break them. And if you do that, you break trust with yourself. So uh, I'm going to explain to you what my money rules are, and then I'll give you some ideas about how you can you know, implement your own rules. So here we go. My money rules are, number one, always have more money coming in than going out. That's it. Like, it's just such a simple rule. And how I determine that is every month, I do, like, I pay a credit card off. Uh, we use an American Express credit card for points, right? And it makes sense if you're in business and travel a lot like us. I'm not going to... I'll do a whole episode on that as to why I think it's really cool. Um, and it's actually profitable. But next episode... One of the other episodes, I'll talk about that. But um, I, I do an audit every month, so I know what's coming in and what's going out. And every quarter, when you're in business, you do your business activity statement where you see your incomes and your outgoings every single quarter. So I know whether we're in profit for the quarter or out of profit. 
And I don't put us in a position where we're out of profit for any quarter. Yeah, there are things you can spend on and things you can't foresee and things that pop up that will make you know more money go out for a particular month or whatever it is. But every quarter, we're well in profit, right? In fact, every month, we're well in profit. And if that ever changes, you got to pin down your expenses and be cutthroat with cutting your costs. Because if you've got that rule, you always have must have more coming in than going out. That is That rule cannot be broken. This is such an important rule because without that, you're not progressing financially. You're going backwards and that can get you in a lot of trouble. So num- rule number two, money rules number two, only borrow what you can repay in full anytime, which is why we haven't bought a house, right? Because I don't really want to borrow $2 million, okay? Because I can't pay that. Well, I can almost pay that back in full. But so that that's an important rule because I, you can still borrow money, but I think what happens and what gets people in trouble is they borrow money that they can't repay immediately back, okay? So... Uh, what I mean by immediately, I mean within a day. <laughs> so, uh, for example, when we bought our car, did an episode on this, we borrowed for it for various re- financial reasons that made a lot of sense. Um, business-wise, um, credit-wise, um, the fact that I can invest my money and get, a, get our money and get a higher return in over 4.5% made, made a lot of sense to borrow, right? So I have the ca- we have the cash there right now to fully pay it out. So that's actually what I mean by that. So like only borrow what you can fully pay back in cash or a liquid asset. So for example, in the next few years when we buy, if we decide to buy a place, right, to buy a home, uh, what what it would mean is that, well, if we borrow $2 million, for example, um, and we buy a place, we would have to have $2 million in liquid assets that I could liquid at any time and pay it back in full. It's just a rule that I have. You don't have to share that rule, right? But that's a rule I have because at that point, it's impossible to go bankrupt, right? It's just not possible. So that's, I, I always think to myself, how, where, where do people go to die so I never go there? And often what I've seen is that people have too much leverage because they can't repay it back in the liquid assets anytime they want. And so that that's what gets them in trouble. And I just want to avoid that. I mean, part of being wealthy is just avoiding the dumb stuff. They don't do dumb shit basically, is what that means, right? I really swear on this podcast. Well, in fact, probably the first time I've ever sworn, but it's true. Like, don't do dumb stuff. Like, that's just such a big idea that very few people do. So there, there's there's a good money rule there. Uh, share it or not, that's mine. Rule number three, spend freely on things that produce more money or save more time. So being wealthy is not about just storing and hoarding your wealth and your savings and then all investing it all into shares and just living like a pauper, um, it's actually spending money on things that make more money. It just makes absolute sense. Like, for example, I was, I was on a mastermind the other day uh, with my friend Morgan, and, and and I talked about this. And, you know, if you go to my drawer and my, my clothes, it's like my wife tells me, like, you've got holes in your shirts. And, you know, I just don't spend money on on stuff that doesn't produce more money. Now, there is a time to buy clothes for events. And you have to look, you know, you got to very look professional and so forth. There's, there's there's some value in that. But what I'm saying is I don't spend on frivolous things. I just don't. Like I'm not big on gifts. I'm not big on um, clothes. I'm just, things that just don't make money. It took me 10 years to buy a car for goodness sake, right? I'm very diligent not to spend money on things that don't produce money or save more time. But if something can save me time, I spend immediately. Like I'm so quick to spend money. 
Or like, for example, if we have this thing where like, well, should we park there because it's gonna be $35 a day instead of 10 and we have to walk another, I'm like, we're parking there. Like my time is so valuable to me that I freely spend to get more of it because it's the only commodity on earth. It's just, you just it's the most valuable. So why am I why am I negotiating with how much time I can save myself, right? So always things that produce more money. Like for example, I'll spend things like I'll spend oh, I'll spend fifty grand to build like to start a business. Or I will spend um you know, money on hardware and software for the for our businesses. I'll spend money on um flights to get to a place for an event for our business. I'll spend money on um you know, like you know, mentorship. So I'll spend ten thousand on a course, or I'll spend twenty thousand on business coaching, or I spend you know I spent lots of money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on things that will make me a person of value that will allow me to give more value and make more money in my businesses. It's just it's so spending on myself to make more money or spending on saving time. Okay, so that's rule number three. Rule number four: Don't get rich twice. Don't get rich twice. That's my rule. I'm like I'm not getting rich twice. And what that rule does is like, you know, if we happen to lose everything, of course I'd pick it up and go again, and get, go go again, right? But the reason I have that rule is I've seen people get rich twice. Like I've seen my dad get rich three times. And just, it's so mentally, physically challenging, especially the older you get, that you don't really want to start again. Like it's just such a big slog to do that. So when I say don't get rich twice, in my mind, I'm like, Lloyd, is this going to set you up to get you rich once or get you rich or, or have, you're going to have to get rich twice because of this decision? And I think what that does is it allows me to not go into stupid investments, um, not work on things that um, I can't see myself doing for the next 50 years. You know, there's avoiding debt. You know, all these things are important when I think, well, I don't want to get rich twice. So Alex Hormozzi talks about this and he says, get rich, don't get rich quick, get rich for sure. And I think that's also a similar rule that he has that um similar to my don't get rich twice rule right so that's rule, rule number four rule number five for me is invest for cash flow so only invest in things that produce cash flow and i'm talking about like if i invest in a stock and it's a business it has to itself as a business be producing a lot of free cash flow so it has to be a very profitable business and where possible have it where they can pay you some form of the profit in a dividend so that the value of the shares are going up, plus they're paying you a dividend in cash, or you're getting some cash flow. Similar to real estate, I'd only buy real estate that was producing income, um, and it was like a multi a multi door dwelling where it was like diversified income from a real estate asset. Um, that would make a lot of sense. That, that they're the two things that I stick with because they're the only things that produce cash flow. I know people do this thing called staking and so forth with crypto, but the problem with staking is you're paid in the coin that you're staking, and you've got to turn it into fiat. It, it just it's very complicated, and I think it'll come undone when rates go up. So it's not a place I play. I don't play in that realm. So I invest for cash flow. I learned that off Robert Kiyosaki when I was like 16. I'm like, that makes sense. Because if you're, and Grant Cardone is a big, big advocate of this. He's like, we don't produce cash flow, man. Don't buy it, right? Um, so that's a that's a great rule that I have, right? If it doesn't produce cash flow, don't touch it. So number six, my final money rule. And, uh, you know, I'm going to post this maybe on my Instagram so you can see. But number six is keep it simple and scalable. Now, this money rule is important because complex doesn't scale and complex usually doesn't grow or return well as an investment. It just 
it's if it's in the too hard basket and you've got to do all this analysis and get spreadsheets out and 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 you know like it's complex to understand i avoid it pretty simply like the simple things in life are best and i also not only keep it simple but i keep it scalable so like for example if i'm going to work on something i only work on things that i can scale so like for example even this podcast is scalable because it's recorded media right um and it can be scaled out through the whole world and you know our two businesses are online both are scalable infinitely scalable um, which means you can step out of them and have them run without you ultimately right and that's what i want to work on things that allow me to do that scale them and step out of them scale and step out scale and step out right so keep it simple and scalable because i'll give you an example of what's not scalable like i wouldn't go and work in say a coffee shop i mean you could franchise it and build it up but it's just, you know restaurant bespoke restaurants aren't restaurants aren't scalable um a job not so scalable uh you know there's there's things out there that certain traditional businesses that aren't very scalable whereas i look and work on things that are very simple and very scalable and i think that's where i want to work right so i just think is this scalable is what i'm working on scalable and you can apply that to a lot of stuff right um in your life am i working on something here that's scalable so they're my money rules okay so there's six money rules there now you can have three money rules six ten i don't know whatever but these are my money rules that i probably stick to the most and it frames my success around finances and money and investing and life right because if you follow your own rules hey, you just can't get in trouble and i know some rules are made to be broken i get that but don't break your own rules because you break trust and once you break trust once with yourself you can repeatedly break break trust and that's what gets people in trouble they'll rob their account they'll borrow too much money they'll invest in things that haven't got cash flow they'll they, they just they, they just they don't have any rules or they break them and then once you break trust you're gone so here's what i challenge you to do write down your money rules right write down your money rules and if you decide to write them down put them on your instagram stories and tag me because i'd love to see what your money rules are i'd love to i mean i'll put mine on my stories and you can see them you can see my money rules here but do your own and then here's what i'd encourage you to do stick to them okay now through thick and thin there's things that have happened to me where someone said lloyd i need money for this can you give me money for that i'm like no nah, sorry don't have any because it's invested in, these are my money rules i just don't do certain stuff right um and it protects you. If you're following your own rules, you'll be protected, okay? So I hope that's been of value to you. They're the money rules, and I think it's a wonderful thing to do for yourself, and uh, it'll really help you long-term. So if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review, a uh, written one with you awesome on Spotify or um, on uh, on Apple Podcasts. I think you can do them on Spotify now. And if you love the podcast, um, share it to your Instagram, give me a tag, and I'll share it back to my page, get some followers. And uh, thanks so much for listening, appreciate you. Um, I'm really excited about this year. It's going to be awesome. Got so many episodes coming. Got some. Got a cool new show starting. There's so much stuff. So um, happy 2022. This is the first episode of the new year. And thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss.